A driving Florida couple crash into a FedEx truck during sexual acts. An old Florida man sued a sex shop after his vibrator didn't work. Fun Florida slang terms that you should know. And a Florida man died while searching for Frisbees in a Florida lake. They think it's alligator related. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they are all from the state of Florida. That's right, because on Weird AF News, on Fridays, we only do weird news from our favorite place, Florida. Florida Fridays on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully, I can lead you into your weekend with some entertainment here from our favorite state. A Florida couple crashed into a FedEx truck during a sexual act of some sort. Let's learn about this of some sort. There's really no way to put this delicately. A Florida driver was distracted because the driver was receiving intimate services from his passenger. While receiving intimate services from his passenger, he found it hard to drive. As you can imagine, you get very excited when your passenger's intimately servicing you. We call this roadhead in my country. What do you call it in your country? I'd be fascinated to know. Roadhead is what we call it here. In Florida, we call it a first date. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So now when this Florida man was receiving some intimate services from his female passenger, lost control of the vehicle, crashed head on into a FedEx delivery vehicle. Head on. That's the key. <laughs> No pun intended there. Head on. Come on, guys. The jokes. It's Friday. Get with it. This all occurred yesterday, by the way. And it says this crash resulted in, quote, injuries to the Florida man's private area. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure his head probably went through the windshield as well. The driver and passenger were apparently driving northbound in an SUV when the driver became distracted by his passenger's performance. And uh, I love how the article is just being very coy about it. It's intimate service and calling it a performance. So yeah, the driver was distracted by the performance and crossed the center line, striking the delivery van as it traveled southbound. Neither occupant of the FedEx vehicle, thankfully, was injured. The only package harmed was the one being attentive, tentatively gift-wrapped by the passenger of the SUV. The only package harmed was the Florida man. <laughs> How hilarious. Whoever wrote this. Pretty good sense of humor. Uh, they have aerial footage of the aftermath of this, showing both the SUV occupants being treated at the scene with uh, pants around the ankles, as you can imagine. Uh, there are other reports that indicate that the driver and his passenger were both injured in the collision, which happened while the deed was being done. Despite suffering perhaps the most predictable consequence in the world, the driver appears to have gotten lucky twice over, and the resulting injuries were not reported to be reproductively catastrophic. Okay, so his package is still in order, thankfully. Um, I'm looking at a photo of the collision. It is bad, man. I mean, it's like a real head-on, massive destruction and uh, i mean he must not have been looking at all it must have been some very good services i have to say uh for you to completely take your eyes off the road for this long to not see this thing coming it's a fedex truck there had to be some good intimate servicing going on props to her i give props to his passenger really at the end of the day thankfully nobody was injured the article ends by saying it's unclear whether anyone will be charged in the crash yeah someone's going to be charged 
I mean, the dude was receiving oral and drove on the other side of the double yellow line and nearly killed people. Come on. A Florida man sued a store after his vibrator did not work properly. A Brandon, Florida man can't get that voodoo to do what it's supposed to do. This gentleman thought he would spice up his sex life. So what did he do? Well, he went to an adult store, purchased a variable speed voodoo vibrator. That's the brand voodoo. The store is called Tres Equis, and it's in Tampa. The 85-year-old Florida man in this story claims that after inserting the batteries that it was required, the item didn't work at all. It's very disappointing. This guy's 85 years old. He doesn't get out much. He's got, now, now he's got to go back to the store. According to the lawsuit, when he attempted to return the vibrator to the store, they refused to accept the vibrator or exchange it for a new tool. Yeah, they actually tell you when you leave the store, no returns, I believe. But oftentimes they put batteries in and test it right there in front of you before you take it out of the store. It doesn't sound like that's what happened here. Or perhaps they did and they tested it and it did work, but when he got it home, it did not work. By the way, that whole process can be embarrassing. You're in there to buy a vibrator and they hold it up high to test it with the batteries. Like, hey, everybody, look what this guy's buying, huh? How about that? Whoa, it's a big one. Look at it. And it works. Works real good. You're going to enjoy this or your partner or your, your team. Your organization, wherever you're going to use this, your cult, <laughs> wherever this vibrator is going. You're like, Jones, you bought vibrators before? Yes, of course I have. Come on now. I'm, uh, you know, for, I, 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 I try to please my partners, okay? All right? It's, you know, they enjoy those things. And I'm not, I'm not too proud to not include one of those in the activities. I am not. I'm all for the final result, whatever it takes to get there, you know, within reason. <laughs> Uh, Trace Equis, by the way, is Spanish for three X's, just in case you were wondering. That's the name of the store, and they're open 24-7. They offer a wide range of adult toys and novelties they want you to know. They offer sexual enhancements and supplements as well. They offer dancewear, in case you want to dance with your vibrator. They offer lingerie. I also call it lingerie if I'm feeling silly. They also offer access to private viewing booths and multiple group theaters. I have no idea what that could be, and I don't want to see that. Not in Florida, I don't. The article says it's unknown why this Florida man purchased the vibrator. Yeah. I think we know he's not using it to stir the gravy, <laughs> unless that's a sexual innuendo that you use. Uh, so it's unknown why he purchased it, they say, but the store apparently does not accept returns once the packaging has been opened. This is an intimate piece of equipment after all. The suit was filed in small claims court, which seems frivolous to me that you would actually sue the store. Come on, man. The 85-year-old demands that Trace Eckes either exchange the vibrator for a new one or repay him the $36.53. My goodness, man, really? Well, I mean, he is 85 years old, probably on a fixed income, so. 36 bucks seems like a pretty good deal on a vibrator, though, man. I mean, if this was one of those you know, couple hundred, you know, over a hundred even, I would say, they have them. Very sophisticated technology these days. You could probably spend $1,000 on a vibrator, I'd imagine. Works with Bluetooth. What is that vibrator? I think I covered it where someone can control it over the web so that you can, you know, sort of have some hanky-panky via the web and your vibrator that hooks up to it. You know, I sound like an old man at this point, right? Jonesy, what are you talking about? 
And by the way, 85 years old buying a vibrant, what's going on here? This seems a little, I mean, not to say that you, you can't, there's no age cut off, but I mean, if I'm 85 years old buying vibrators, I mean, yeah, things are probably going pretty good for me, I'd say. Yeah, kudos to this guy. Dude, live up your life, man. Don't spend your remaining days in court. Just get another vibrator and spend it doing what you normally would do with a vibrator. Enjoy your time, 85-year-old man. Fun Florida slang terms that you should know. Part one. Big shout out to listener Ed for sending me this article. Thanks to its plethora of bizarre crime stories and its truly wild wildlife, Florida has earned quite a reputation over the years. So much so that residents sometimes find themselves on the defensive when discussing the state that they call home. Even so, the Sunshine State has seen a massive influx of people relocating, especially during the pandemic. So it might be a good time to get familiar with some Florida slang. Let's start with it right now. Number one, pub sub. Perhaps the most important term you'll learn on this list, a pub sub is a sub sandwich from a Publix grocery store deli. I didn't know this, but it says here that the pub sub is actually a Florida delicacy, especially the chicken tender pub sub. That sounds delicious. I love subs. I'll probably love a pub sub. I'll probably love the chicken tender pub sub with pickles and a little bit of mayo. Ooh. Okay, number two, Florida man. I think you know this one. We don't need to get into it. We all know a Florida man is someone who commits crimes and also pays taxes in Florida. (laughs) Just kidding about the taxes. Number three, sun shower. A sun shower is when light rain falls while the sun is still shining. Yeah, I've been in a sun shower before. I thought the the sky was falling. I wasn't sure what was going on. (laughs) Okay, well, now we have Florida bath. Do you know what a Florida bath is? It says, uh, just rinse off by jumping in a swimming pool. That's a Florida bath. I thought it was someone that was washing at a public fountain in Florida, but that's, uh, I think I'm wrong. Okay. Number five is also number six, seven, and eight. It's Tally, Jacks, SoFlo, and PCP. PCB, not PCP, (laughs) but I'll bet there is PCP in PCB. This is Florida. These are cities that go by slang names in Florida. Tallahassee is known as Tally or Tallanasty. I had no idea. That sounds awesome. Um, we have Jacks for Jacksonville, although I like to call it Cracksonville. That's just my thing. SoFlo is South Florida or the Tri-County area of Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. PCB is Panama City Beach, which is the spring break capital of the state, also known as the origin of many unwanted pregnancies. Number nine, Hurricane Party. Have you been to a hurricane party? Well, no stranger to hurricanes, Floridians have the whole storm preparedness thing down pat, apparently. You stock up on water, you fill sandbags and your gas tank, and get drunk and have all your friends over to watch the storm roll in at a hurricane party. Wow, I'd love to go to a hurricane party, although it could end bad, I'd imagine. But at least you're drunk if it ends bad, you know. Number 10, Alligator Alley. This is an 80-mile stretch of I-75 located in the Everglades that connects the east and west coasts of Florida. It is known as Alligator Alley. Your best bet for spawning a gator is driving down Alligator Alley or working at a Wendy's because someone chucked one through the drive-thru window. Number 11, snowbirds. I've heard of snowbirds. Snowbirds is how Sunshine State residents refer to northerners who move or visit Florida during winter to escape the cold weather. I know about snowbirds because I'm from Massachusetts, and 
It's pretty common to encounter snowbirds that live in New England. It's a nice little warm getaway during the winter months. Yeah, you just go down to Florida for the winter, get your STDs and sunshine, and come back. Lastly, number 12, the word bih, B-I-H. You've probably heard of a word that can be used to refer to pretty much anybody or any place or thing. It's an all-purpose pronoun. It's short for B-I-T-C-H, in case you're wondering. <laughs> okay. We're learning here, guys. Yay! Fun Florida slang terms, part two. This is a list that I went online and found myself. I think it's very important to be familiar with these Florida slang terms, especially if you're going to visit or live there. Number one, atom bombs. This is uh, marijuana mixed with heroin. Bazooka, that's crack cocaine combined with unrefined cocaine and or marijuana. Caviar is taking cocaine and marijuana very closely together. Dynamite is cocaine mixed with heroin. A moon rock is crack cocaine and heroin. Jet fuel, that's PCP combined with methamphetamine. Handlebars, that's crack cocaine combined with Xanax. Hugs and kisses is a combination of meth and cocaine. A screwball is heroin and methamphetamine. A smoking gun is heroin and cocaine. Tar is crack and heroin. Waffle dust, ecstasy and methamphetamine. Ozone is a marijuana, PCP, and crack cocaine cigarette. Uh, gimme is a mixture of crack and marijuana. A Greek is marijuana and powdered cocaine. <laughs> There's 27 more. Do you guys want to hear them all? <laughs> no? Is this? <laughs> well, you can find this pamphlet at your local Florida visitor center. A Florida man searching for Frisbees is destroyed by an alligator. A man died while searching for discs in a lake at a disc golf course in Florida. People are warned by signs at this disc golf course to beware of the alligators, especially in that lake place. There's a lake there. Any body of water in Florida, a sign, beware of the gators. If it's not there, it should be. The unidentified Florida man was looking for flying discs, not UFOs, those little discs that you use for Frisbee golf. I love Frisbee golf. I've played it twice in my life, both times in Florida. I don't know if it was invented there, but it, it definitely is popular there. And, you know, over the course of playing with your flying discs, chucking them around nature, you have to be you have to beware of the the horrible, dangerous wildlife that flourishes in this terrible place called Florida, including pythons and alligators, poison oak, you know, the deadly three. Now, the Florida authorities are being very vague with the details. They say the unidentified man on Tuesday was looking for flying discs in the water and a gator was involved. That's, that's their statement. A gator, a gator was involved. Yeah, I think we can all use our imagination. A gator was surely involved. To what extent? Did he digest the man already? What's going on here? The man who died was 47 years old. Sadly, imagine dying. You, you live to 47, then you die looking for Frisbees. Ugh, terrible way to go. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation is also involved. They contracted a specialist who's working to remove the alligator from the lake. And efforts will be made to determine if it was involved in the situation. Oh, I guess they're going to cut it open and check its stomach to see if it was involved. <laughs> In the situation, they're just going to search for an arm dangling from its bottom lip. I mean, how are you going to, what efforts will be made to determine? How deep are you going to go, specialist, in discovering what efforts were made 
and what what the involvement of the alligator was was with the disappearance of this man. The park's website notes that patrons can come to the disc golf course and discover this lovely sport on a course that's set in a natural, beautiful park that's, you know, got some gators that are large enough to swallow a human being. But other than that, it's just nice. It's a nice thing to do. The course is set along the beautiful lake, which has no swimming signs posted along. Yeah, no swimming signs. Because no swimming signs don't actually work next to beware of the alligator signs. Yeah. Says here, people who frequent the disc course said it was not unusual for someone to look for these lost frisbees because they can be sold for a few dollars. Oh, this poor man wasn't even playing on the course. He was just trying to retrieve frisbees as a side gig. Got eaten by a gator doing your side gig. You don't expect that. We have someone who hangs out at this place named Ken. Ken probably drinks PBR and chucks discs all day long. He's got a good life. Ken's probably familiar with some of that slang that I threw out there in the previous segment. Here we go, Ken. These are people that are down on their luck, these people looking for discs. Sometimes they dive, they, they go diving in the lakes, and, you know, they can pull out about 40 discs. And you might, you might sell them for five bucks a piece. You may sell them for 10 bucks a piece. Yo, maybe you'll sell them for 12, 13 bucks a piece. Maybe you'll sell them for nine. I mean, it depends on the quality, really. Thanks for filling us in, Ken. We had a lot of questions. The article says alligators are found almost everywhere in Florida where there is water, in case you are dumb. The Wildlife Commission says there have been no fatal alligator attacks in Florida since 2019. Really? Is that true? How? What about that gator that was thrown through the Wendy's drive-thru window? There was no, that wasn't a fatality. It seemed like it would be. It says there's no, been no fatalities since 2019. So hard to believe, although people and animals have been bitten from time to time. Wildlife officials stress that no one should approach a wild alligator or feed them because the reptiles then associate people with food, and this can become problematic in populated areas such as apartment complexes where people walk dogs and have small children and loads and loads of orgies. Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares. Nobody cares, got an alligator in my patio, and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party, and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen, and nobody cares, cause it's Florida. Alligators everywhere, and nobody cares in Florida. There's alligators everywhere, and nobody cares. Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E-N-Me, the warrant to the G. Hi, sing along with me, guys, you know that one. Classic, baby, classic, old school hip-hop, don't you love it? I love it, that's my karaoke go-to track. Actually, anything old school hip-hop. I'll bust out at karaoke. Love it. Maybe you're singing karaoke this weekend. Have a good time. I hope you have a great time. Have some fun. The weekend's here. Or maybe the weekend already passed. And if that's the case, I hope you had a great weekend. I want to thank everyone who reached out to me with Florida Stories. You know who you are. You're very, very helpful. And I'm grateful for your time that you would do that for me. Thank you so much. You can always send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail.com or submit it through the website, weirdafnews.com. Uh... What else? What else? Oh, if you'd like to support the show, please tell a friend. Be like, hey, man, listen to Weird AF News and tell them about Florida Fridays. People might dig that. 
you know, this episode gets twice as many downloads as the others. So my assumption is people like the Florida Friday aspect of this podcast. I'd imagine some people don't even listen to the show during the week. They just only listen to the Friday show. It must be the case because of the, of the number of downloads that I'm getting. Uh, so if you're going to tell them about Weird AF News, maybe mention Florida Friday. That seems to be a good PR jump off point. And if you're listening on Florida Friday, I recommend you listen to the shows during the week too, the Monday through Thursday shows. They're great. They're absolutely great. And you learn a lot about the weird world, you know, not just the state of Florida. This, I'm going to tell you, there's places that are just as crazy as Florida. And you'll learn about that from the stories during the week, right? You guys can attest to that, right? It's crazy out there. The flyover states, have you seen them? Ugh, craziness. Crazy. Anyways. Uh, I appreciate all you spending your time with me. There's a lot of podcasts you could be sitting with and you decided to spend some time with Weird AF News and I'm so grateful for that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily because you are uh, in, a, in a position to do so, I know not a lot of us are right now. Times are tough. In fact, I just went to my favorite Vietnamese iced coffee spot and the woman's charging a dollar more and she's she was so apologetic about it. She's like, I'm sorry, my costs have all gone, gone up for everything and I, I, I have to charge more now for for all my drinks and food for that matter. And I, you know, I get it, man. I'm like, here you go. Five bucks. I mean, it's like, I totally get it. Money's tight for all of us. So, but if you would like to support the show with a little bit of cash per month, like buying Jonesy a cup of coffee, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird AF news, or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for weird AF news. And you can support the show with a couple of bucks a month. Um, Either way, I, I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful that you spent some time with me once again. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episodes. I always try to put a little extra effort into it, do an extra story, and uh, just be extra, you know? All right. I love you. Bye-bye.